0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome to the corner of truth and courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace and Tyler Hudson. Tyler, last week we were dealing with the subject of the devil. Friday we started dealing with, you know, how do you bind him? How do you overcome the temptations? and what are the tools that we have as Christians to deal with the strongholds that the devil has in this world and even on us. We're talking about you know dealing with temptation, so this week we're going to enlarge that. We're going to unpack that a little bit more. You, you know, coming from an addiction background and working in addiction ministries that help men and women overcome Some of the greatest strongholds. I mean, when people get chemical dependency to operate drugs and alcohol, uh, it's funny, I come across some people, you know, they're alcoholics or, you know, they're drunkards. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't have a problem with drugs. (laughs) They're ingesting a, a, a drug in them. It's just a liquid form of a drug.
1: And it's accepted by the world.
0: Yeah, it's accepted, practiced but you were talking about the 3 Cs. Yeah. In some of the training material that you go through with men and some of the other stuff there. Unpack that a little bit more cuz you know, I thought one of the things you dealt with there briefly was so powerful. Yeah. But uh, jump into that again. If well, you let's
1: would. All right, let's dissect it. Number 1. I think I think when I first got saved, I thought that because I was saved, I would no longer struggle with the same things I used to. You're, and and it's kind of uh it was kind of a blow to my battleship, so to speak, when I realized, okay, I'm never gonna arrive i'm never gonna I'm never gonna be so spiritual or learn just that golden nugget thing that I never deal with temptation again so I think number one it's it's good to expect that you will still deal with temptations in life. How long have you been saved now oh my goodness fifty fifty one years yeah, and you've learned a lot of things in fifty one years, yeah. How do you still deal with temptation? Oh, definitely. Never stops, I mean, does it? It's
0: every yeah. I mean, there's uh, thoughts of anger, thoughts of lust, thoughts of whatever. You know, I mean, yeah. it's uh, um, and and it's usually within the mind. And you know, one good topic we need to talk about is iniquities. Yeah. You know that's something we need to unpack a little bit later, not today, but
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I, I, I want to get
0: into that because those are the sins uh, in the mind, yeah, within our hearts and stuff, and Amen. so
1: and so. It, but it's important to it's important to have a right expectation of temptations. Okay, don't don't think that you're not going to deal with it. Anyways, last week I don't know that we actually talked about where the, these truths came from. We call them the three C's. And they're from Scripture, and I want to go over those verses to start here. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and verse 3 says, and this is very familiar Scripture for a lot of people, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Exactly what we're talking about this week, okay, and, yeah. and a little bit last week. And then it says this, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing in ca- into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. And so what are these three C's? Well, the three C's... Go ahead.
0: Let, let, let me stop you there for a yeah. second there, Tyler, because I want people to understand. Go back to that passage in, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, okay. verse 3 and 4, because that, I think that's powerful, and I think we need to understand... Uh, some principles there before you get into you know really practically unpacking yeah. all that. Okay? You want to put the
1: microscope on that a little bit. Here we yeah. go. For though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but That's mighty. It.
0: That I want to I want to focus on that. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. In other words, they're not physical. Yeah. We don't use physical weapons to fight a spiritual warfare okay yeah it's a spiritual warfare that we're in it affects us you know physically it affects what we do physically yeah it is an action that we do and therefore it becomes physical to us there and some of our sin that we engage in are actually physical but the weapons that god gives us to deal with these things they're not carnal they're not physical they're not of this world god gives us something different let me give you an example Uh um probably every kid that's been to Sunday school has been told the story of Gideon. Gideon, you know, he's going to, you know, we, we, we got to um, become victors over this mighty city of Jericho. Yeah. And so how are we going to fight it? How are we going to, you know, engage in warfare? Well, the natural mind... Would say, okay, well, let's get our weapons. Let's get a, that build machines of war of catapults and yeah, and sharpen our spears and our swords and get our shields on, get our armor on, and let's go and sack this city, you know, and engage it there. No, what does God tell them do? Um, march around it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and take a take a torch with you, a lamp, you know, and uh, and a pitcher to cover that up there, and trumpets. And uh, and and shout in the name of the Lord, you know, the God of Gideon, and and you know, and God brought a a, a victory, a great victory that day. Oh yeah. And uh, so the warfare, you know, what 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 is the Bible constantly trying to teach us? We're not to rely on our abilities. Yeah. That God gives us weapons, and what does it do? Let's continue reading in that verse there, if you would.
1: Well, and actually, can I add one more thing to that? Sure. It's yeah. it, it making me think of this. We we have a lot of today too. Uh, I don't know if I should mention names on here or not, but I'm gonna mention Joel Steve, and Some of the books that he writes, they're very much self-help type books, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of like you can get victory, you know, yourself, right? And I just think you said it beautifully. We're used to dealing with the physical weapons and and the physical things in life to try to solve our problems. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to take a physical weapon here to a spiritual warfare? It's impossible, right? Yeah. And the problem with all those books is that's what they're trying to tell you. They're trying to tell you, "Hey, you can you can deal with physical weapons, your self-help book type thing type weapons to get victory over spiritual battles." That's just impossible. You're yeah. not going to do that. And so I thought that was a very very a very very good point there. Um, the next few verses say this though, casting down a magic. So it's now talking about how are we going to do that, right? How are you going to it says we have this battle that we're having, and it's a spiritual battle, and you're not going to be able to to uh, fix it or fight it with physical weapons. So, but I love the Bible. It doesn't just tell you, hey, we have a problem, move on to the next subject, right? So here's how you deal with it, the Bible says. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when obedience is fulfilled, okay? This is... The first C there's three C's that we talk about here and it's gonna help you in dealing with temptation. And the very first one has been the most prominent one of the most prominent truths I've ever learned in, in the Christian life that have helped me so greatly. And it's and it's called casting down sinful imaginations. And it comes from the very beginning of verse five there where it says casting down imaginations. And so what does that mean exactly? You you do not have to allow your imagination to control what you think about. Okay? My imagination thinks up all kinds of ridiculous things. I mean, I, I've, and you know that, right? Because I've been around <laughs> you for several years now, right? So my, my mind comes up with all kinds of crazy, ridiculous things. There's thoughts that come into my mind that I don't know where they come from. They're ungodly many times, right? There's, there's all, all those types of things there. Uh, but you can control your thinking by casting down any imagination that comes into your mind that's against God, yeah, So how do, how do we do that? Well, you need to be watchful of the lustful thoughts as they come into your mind and cast them down as soon as they come in. So in other words, you don't allow these imaginations to linger in, into that initial, past that initial thought. So the thought, okay, number one, realize this. We talked about at the very beginning, you're going to deal with temptation. That's not going away. You're never going to arrive where you don't deal with that, right?
0: Yeah, and also, too, don't feel defeated because temptation comes your way. You or know? that you've
1: done something wrong to deserve it.
0: Yeah, it, you know, it, it, it it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. So you know, don't beat yourself over uh, you know, because you were tempted and, and even thought on it for a moment and, and engaged in some kind of imagination about how that would be and yeah. feel and taste and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now here's what we do.
1: And the fact that it comes from the Bible tells us that God already expected and knows that we're going to have these things happen, right? That's why he gives us answers for it. And so that initial thought comes into your mind, though, and you know it's ungodly and you know it's bad. It might be, hey, I'm going to go drink or I see this thing over there. I'm going to go do drugs or, or, uh, uh, you know, the thought of fornication or whatever the case may be. Uh, that, That thought comes into your mind. That initial thought. Is not sin in and it of itself, but it's when you decide to meditate on the thought that you have as opposed to cast it down, which is what the Bible talks about here, and replace it with something else, right? Yeah. For me, it, it, I mean, I guess I'm just not as godly as others. It's often football. I, don't, I, I like football. It's one of my entertaining things. I know more about it than I probably should should be willing to admit, but but I can supplant that with... Whatever this thought comes up into my mind, I just start thinking about something that I know is not necessarily ungodly. I don't allow myself to let that sinful thought be made into an action, which is what happens when you meditate on it.
0: (laughs) You know, a little bit later, we might talk about the roots, the seeds and Mm -hmm. stuff there, and the trees that come from that. You know, generally when people develop habits and stuff there, there's usually root problems and trigger things that uh, develop it. So when when you start into that thought, when those things pop up, and that maybe it could be a smell. It could be something that uh, you see on TV or something that you taste. And you know, if you're now you know if you're a, a former drinker and trying to get away from that, or a smoker or whatever, you can just smell your fingers. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> that could trigger these these thoughts. So what do you do? Cast it down. So you replace some other thought into your head, right? Yeah. You know, now some of that could be scripture. Could be a song, could be something that uh, you know uh, that has been an encouragement to you, and Scripture is one of the great things there that we could use in that uh, you know in that
1: area. Which is actually another one of the C's we're going to okay. talk about later. So, <laughs> but uh, getting ahead, all right? No, you're 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 doing good though. um... And those, by the way, those are all more spiritual than football. So maybe that is what you should do. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's well, you know, it's,
0: it's it's steps. You know, I mean, uh, uh, it, it's one thing if we we're all just godly saints and we just, you know, all walked in victorious living. Yeah. But the fact is, we don't. Yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, just you mentioned here, you know, I've been saved 51 years. I've been you know, raised in a Christian home, preacher's home. Um, you know, I've got uncles or you now some have passed away and, you know, with the Lord now. My dad's with the Lord now and, and uh, but but I, you know, was raised with godly giants in my life. Yeah. Uh, not perfect men, but godly, God-fearing people. So,
1: so let me, let me, let's, we're going to run out of time here. So yeah. Let's end the show with this, though. I want you to take this away from the show today. This is so, so important. When that initial tempting thought enters into your mind don't meditate on it cast it down like the bible says here and replace it with something good something else you can do that that's a choice you make you Mm -hmm. choose to meditate on those thoughts there and so uh let's take that away from the show today
0: well amen so the first step is cast down Mm -hmm. cast down the you know the imagination of those sinful thoughts and, and that begin to nest in your heart. We want to end, though, again, and remind our listeners that we are a, a listener-supported ministry. Where uh, Radio's expensive. If it, uh, if it was cheap, we'd be on many, many, many more stations there. But yeah. we do want to continue to grow our ministry. Would you partner with us and help us do that? If we can get about 25 more people that will just join us at being what we call the Army of Ten. Mm-hmm. and helping us at ten dollars a month and maybe more maybe you can afford to give more and uh, would you give us a call eight hundred six one six zero zero eight two. that's eight hundred six one six zero zero eight two. or you can give safely securely online at fortressoffaith.com join us again tomorrow at the corner of truth and courage god bless you